<coughs> so these teachings on wisdom and compassion are offered with the very real uh, hope and um, wish that you be able to apply these teachings to your actual experience and particularly to your di- whatever difficulties you might be having around aging. Um, that's, that's when these teachings become particularly valuable, is when we're suffering in some way. So I want to do a guided meditation with you this morning. Um, So, yeah, so maybe set down any anything you're holding in your lap or pens or all that. <coughs> Cups. And close your eyes and... I'm going to ask you some questions and you just allow whatever comes to come. How is aging causing you to suffer? What is it about aging that you're finding particularly challenged by? Perhaps it's emotional, you feel confused or lost or ignored or invisible, or you feel fear or you feel worried about the future. Or you feel this tremendous sense of loss, regret. What is it that particularly you find difficult? Or that's coming to your mind right now as being difficult? Tell yourself, consciously, evoke this sense of difficulty. Tell yourself what it is that's particularly difficult for you. And notice where in your body you might feel the effects of this difficulty. What story are you telling yourself about this suffering? And what feelings, what emotions arise in you sadness or worry, 
fear, anger, longing, need. What is the story that you tell yourself and how would how do you appear in this story? How would you describe yourself in the midst of this difficulty? What words would you use to describe yourself? I am what? Unloved? Sad? Frustrated? Invisible? Hopeless? Disappointed? Ashamed? What words describe how you feel about yourself in this story? And pick three words that best describe your state of mind. I am three words, forgotten, unloved, and sad. Or I am hopeless, invisible, and resigned. Whatever words best describe how you feel about yourself. You're not going to have to share this with anyone, so don't hold back. So make a sentence. I am blank, blank, and blank. And allow yourself to repeat that sentence to yourself several times. And now I'm going to give you a a magic eraser. And with this magic eraser, you're going to be able to erase the third word. Take away the third word. I am blank and blank is what you are left with. And now with your magic eraser, take away the second word. Just erasing it. And now take away the first word. So you are left with simply, I am.
And now take away the word am. So you are left with I. Now take away I. And notice what is left. Notice what is left. Has anything been lost? Has anything been gained? Now take in a deep breath, feel your body, feel your heart. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes. I'd be curious to hear what your experience of that was. Anybody discover anything or have anything they're willing to share? We have two people right here. Right here. It was interesting. um, When you did the practice of removing the last, the third word, and we got to I am, I felt pretty much better. But when we went when you asked to remove both of them, mm-hmm. I was actually feeling this incredible happiness. Oh. And I never expected to be feeling that, but I, I just this feeling of happiness came up. Oh. <laughs> and it surprised me. That's a surprise. It surprised me. Yes, yeah. quite a surprise. Because I thought you. I would feel like a void or fear when that happened, uh-huh. but I didn't. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, thank you. S- similar experience. Um, after the last eye was left, uh, was out, I felt this blank, and then this huge relief. Huge relief. Huge relief. Yes. So far, we've gotten happiness, huge relief. <laughs> Where are we going? Similar experiences. Uh, and mine was this incredible expansion. Expansion. Yes. Thank you. Next to her. Uh, neutral spirit. Neutral spirit. But you're smiling. I like neutral spirit. <laughs> okay, I'll go with that. Thank you. And I had the opposite. I was left with the sadness. Mm. 
Mm. I'm still there. Yeah. Okay. Was one of your words sadness? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So there's something that needs some attention. Okay. I was floating. Mm-hmm. And it felt fine, but I felt the mic up. I felt like a bird, kind of. Uh huh. Yeah. Sort of a more expansive state. Yeah. 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 Everything was just open. Mm, open. open. <laughs> right okay, you. right behind you. I felt like when we got rid of those words, that there was this spaciousness, uh-huh. and the limitations were gone. The limitations were gone. Without the words, I felt as if I had died and my soul was there. Mm. I felt the way I think that I'll feel after I die. Yes, could be. Wow. After I let go of I, I had the image of being a fetus, which seemed like a rebirth and new possibilities. Yes, a, a kind of a new beginning. A new beginning. Yeah. Anyone else? So I like the words that have been said. Not everyone, but most of you are sensing that without these words that create the story, without the words that create this identity as an old person, there's a lot of space. There's a lot of possibility. There's a, there's a relief of, about not being bound by this sense of a limited limitation. And that's really an important insight, we could say. It's an important insight for our practice and for our lives that when we take on these identities, we're putting ourselves in a bit of a box. And it's our choice whether to live in the box or outside the box or go back and forth. Let me read you a poem. This is from uh, The Sages Tao Te Ching by William Martin, Martin called Ancient Advice for the Second Half of Life. It's a lovely little book. You can see I've got it marked in a million places. He writes these little, his own Tao Te Ching about aging. And this is one. He says, Youth can carry a heavy load day after day without noticing the damaging effects. But the sage must lay down the burden. Resentments, regrets, injuries, slights, 
grudges and disappointments are much too cumbersome for a person of wisdom and compassion. The sage must travel light. There is a backpack in the mind which over the years has become filled with rocks and stones. You do not have to carry them anymore. You can empty your pack and carry only compassion from one day to the next. The Sages Tao Te Ching. William Martin. I like that metaphor of the backpack. We can empty our backpack. Be done with the past. Be done with all those burdens. And certainly when we let go of our concepts about uh, ourselves, that's part of un, uh, 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 part of emptying the pack. Okay, so we... This is pretty much the class I had in mind for today, and I notice that we still have about eight minutes or so. But, um, yeah. Only eight minutes. So I, yeah. I just wanted to um, ask again the question I had last week about how to feel compassion for people who you see feel are causing suffering in the world. So let me ask you a question. That's a great <coughs> Great question. Where, when they are acting and causing suffering in the world, what's going on in them? Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. I can't project. I'm sure it isn't. They, some of them may think they're doing good. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as understanding, my question last week, I think, was why, why you should and how you should. So I think from your talk today... I kind of see why, which is the fact of the of the defects of our world and duality. So these people are just filling a necessary role. So therefore, we shouldn't feel differently about them in terms of compassion than anyone else. That's what I see from this. But I still don't have a clue as to how you actually I can see. feel that even if you can see kind of why they're here and why you should feel compassion. Well, in the Buddhist way of working with compassion, understanding goes a long way. It's not so much that compassion is a feeling, it is a deep understanding of the fact of greed, aversion, and delusion are what are called the three poisons of mind. When somebody is deeply deluded, for example... They don't, they don't know what they're doing. They're like a, a blind man, you know, just throwing rocks around or something, you know, not even realizing what they're doing. That somehow, if you believe in cause and effect, you know that somewhere that person is going to get themselves into, you know, a lot of suffering. In other words, what they're doing will have an effect on them. And they don't realize it. They don't realize it. So there's some kind of compassion that comes when you realize that um, people 
are, are creating not only suffering for others, but for themselves. But compassion, you know, is, is big. It's not just a cozy feeling of, you know, it's a big, it, it's a demanding kind of understanding that I'm, I'm supposed, like, I'll tell you a story of um, Thich Nhat Hanh gave a talk at the community theater in Berkeley in, when was the first Gulf War? Back then? I lose track, but somewhere, the first, the desert storm kind of thing. We've been at war for so long, it's hard to... Anyway, he was in Berkeley when that war started, and he gave a talk, and he said that night, he was commending the peace marchers, how wonderful that you march for peace, that's wonderful. He said, but your peacemaking must go one step further, and everybody's like, oh, there's more to do. What is that? And he said, tonight, please go home and write a love letter to George Bush. Oh. I was like, you've got to be kidding. This is, he's saying this in Berkeley, California. <laughs> That's that understanding that compassion doesn't leave anybody out. And that our ones where you start, it won't feel the same as when you're thinking about your loved one who you're having compassion for but it's still in the same in the same realm the, at a we different are, end of the spectrum yeah that <laughs> okay. humans we're all in this together we're all in this together another story Robert Thurman the great Buddhist scholar said the human condition is kind of like this he said it's like being on a subway in New York City and the subway gets stuck in the middle of the tunnel, and you're there for all eternity with a bunch of people that you don't particularly like or know or wouldn't choose to spend your life with, but there you are. What would you do? Make the most of it. You'd make the most of it. You'd make the most of it. You do. So that's where your compassion becomes really, you know, like, oh, I see. I have to have compassion here. <laughs> yeah. So I want to encourage you all um, to, I know most of you are already, but just to keep coming around Spirit Rock. There's so many resources here for you. Keep practicing. Practice, practice, practice. That's the most important thing you can possibly do for your yourself and uh, your your sense of um, well-being and and happiness is just to keep your practice alive keep let it nourish you it's it's there as as something that will help you as something that will nourish you and you have a lot of resources here at spirit rock to uh, draw from and um, yeah um, Anything else? Okay then, so let's dedicate the merit of our time together. Much merit in coming together like this and practicing with such good-heartedness. Such 
good uh, ripples go out into the world from participating together like this. So remembering that when we practice, we practice not only for ourselves, but for all beings, for our dear families, our dear children, our dear grandchildren, all of our loved ones, all of our neighbors and communities and co-workers and all the other people in this world getting older and feeling lost, feeling confused, feeling all kinds of things. May we meet our brothers and sisters with greater understanding and care. And may we remember that we share this beautiful, fragile world with many beings, some of whom we don't have any sense of connection with, but still somehow we are here together. May all beings everywhere be at peace within themselves. May all beings everywhere be at peace with one another. And may all beings everywhere live in great harmony and peace. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure being with you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.